Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. I don't know when this character became Bruce Buffer, but the number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabrus. Arthur, give him a shout out. Sick, dude. Also joining me in the High and Mighty studios, first time guest from the Jam Space podcast, got Scott Rogers and Colton Dunn. Oh yeah! Here we are. <laughs> Hell yeah! Now, yeah! Here we are! I do that, and I'm fully tapped. I have no. You look tired. That was my day of yeah, energy. Man. I used it all. <laughs> you guys have to carry it. You're from on here. the floor right now. <laughs> it's like Jim Car- uh, in Cable Guy when he's doing car- karaoke and he's running on the floor. I fucking was obsessed with that movie. It's it was a so great good. movie. It was there. There was a summer where it was on HBO every day, mm. and that happened to be a summer before I had a job, and after I had, like, when I had more, you know, time to myself, where my parents were sort of more hands off. Yeah, because me and my brother must have watched it. 200 times in I one I think summer. at the time, he got paid more than anybody else had ever been paid to do a movie to do that movie when it came out. Good for him. I remember Dumb and Dumber was also a big deal for him. His He was like, I had this blank check for $20 million. And then he like envisioned his future, and then Dumb and Dumber, he made twenty million, and then that was the movie coming off of Dumb and Dumber. Right, I, I think believe. Cable Guy is like his like third big one, right? And it's it like, didn't do as well. No, it didn't do as well, but he got paid. Yeah, maybe got, I'm wrong that it ha- came before Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. I think it was after because it was like his first like. He's not fully silly. He's like a little dark in that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a thriller. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's the best. Bingo, movie. my three sons. <laughs> Jack Black is like the character he is in every movie in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, boys, but I have new info. <laughs> every fucking movie. <laughs> That's a great movie because Ben Stiller directed, obviously, and then he played the twins. He the, played like, the Menendez, Menendez brothers. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were speaking shit. a foreign language. I think it was I'm pretty Asian. sure they were Asian. <laughs> yeah. the they play the call. recording yeah. call. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're Asian. I always remember after he got the prostitute for Broderick before Matthew Broderick knows, 
and he has orange juice, and Broderick sits down and he goes, would you like some juice? <laughs> Just the way he says it, I always was very tickled by that. There's a lot of like big swings on random words, and yeah, that, yeah. and it, and Carrie always pulls that off. Me and my brothers always used, if we ever leave each other a voicemail, someone doesn't answer the phone, it's always like, I was just blow drying my hair. I thought I heard the phone ring. Never happened to you. Call me. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> the last message on the run is, oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, all right, enough about Jim Carrey's Cable Guy. Thanks for coming out, guys. That's all we were going to talk right. about. Cable Guy. <laughs> this Sorry. is Cable Guy. This is Cable Guy. Re-Cable Guy. Hell yeah, Three dude. dudes get together. We talk about Cable Guy every week. <laughs> and we never mention Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, no. It's completely a sustainable podcast idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's tons of ideas. Um, no, I think space is an interesting topic currently because some new info has been dropping thanks to uh, former Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLong. Oh, yeah. He's getting the fucking info. How? So your podcast, Jam Space, is space, freestyle, all that, uh, a lot of stuff. What? When did you guys find out you were fans of like outer space or intrigued by it or interested? I mean, besides the obvious, we're boys who grew up in the 80s like where yeah probably like flight of the navigators where i was like oh yeah space <laughs> i'm going to space so definitely cool. <laughs> i never knew that about i'm good you, at man. video games <laughs> that movie specifically yeah i love that movie because i had it on vhs taped off of tv it was like a sunday night disney movie or something right and it was yeah. like cut, would try to cut the commercials out so oh, yeah. Like, yeah you like hit record like, and then hit yeah, yeah and then yeah. be like oh i got the tightest that's version a great of ass it. movie sarah jessica parker's in that movie she is holy shit i haven't seen that movie in forever yeah i would uh, watch that right this now. is cable guys we're talking flight of the navigator <laughs> yeah we're getting a little off topic <laughs> but, uh, and then like intrigued by space but then as you get older it feels like you get terrified by it like you like i've come like oh, fully yeah? around where i'm like mm. scared by the infinite so you wouldn't like go to space if they I would 100% would. Oh, okay. But yeah. the idea, like, my wife always says, like, it's, she gets a headache if she starts thinking about outer space. She's like, how, <laughs> how is it? How is it never ending? Like, exactly. how is it infinite? Like, oh, how? Yeah. she can't like process it, and she That's gets like all shit. existential. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Colton was definitely much more into space, aliens, and all that stuff. You know, when oh, we yeah. became friends, you were that was big thing for you yeah and scott was really into music and so that's why <laughs> so essentially our you know our podcast we're like oh then the first time we hung out we said this before but uh yeah it's like the first time i moved into the house we used to live in camp hollywood we basically just got high and hung out and it was like who are you what do you like what do i like colton's like i like outer space and i was like I play music and I like music. And so it was as simple as that. And so that and we were like in 12 years, we'll do a podcast <laughs> about this. Cool. So so here, let's meet back up after we both have kids and really get into podcasting. Finally, once podcasting has been invented. Yeah. So uh, we have to wait for the technology to catch up with what yeah, we yeah, want yeah, to do. What we do. Yeah, yeah, our idea. We pitched it to Sirius XM and they didn't have it. So we hung back until podcasting popped off. We waited actually to podcasts were dying to yeah, then start really get back in there <laughs> um aliens are fucking excited do you believe scott i believe but uh, i am someone who just kind of believes and stuff because i know that what's the real consequence so <laughs> i'm open to i'm not really hanging my hat on any of it right but i'm super open to it i want it to be real and uh, again, I like to trip out on the vastness of space. <laughs> and of course, there's all these infinite possibilities and universes and all that stuff. So I, 
I think there's something out there for sure. I think there is too. I think I believe that there's stuff out there. I just don't believe everyone that says they know know something. Oh, yeah. You know what no, I mean? Like no. it just feels so easy to lie about. It's like oh yeah, the fact that we well, still you don't have to back it up. You there's just no Bigfoot footage. To, I mean, I know that cryptids are something completely different, but it's like I don't dis. I don't believe that there's. I don't say there's no such thing as Bigfoot. I don't say there's no such thing as aliens. But I can't imagine every guy who's or yeah. person who's saying they're abducted has been abducted. Yeah, especially when it's like stuff where where they'll be like, "There's no other explanation for this <laughs> except for aliens." You're like, "Well, <laughs> are you sure about that?" It's also safe to say we might not know the explanation at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it can't be anything besides aliens. Something I'm also fabricating. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't imagine that it's another thing you don't fully understand, like static electricity can cause yeah. that or whatever. Like on those ancient alien shows, that there was this one time where they had a uh, this guy who was looking at these like blocks that were made at some like ancient you know site you know that they uncovered, and he was like, "There's no way they could have cut these blocks. You know, it had to be lasers." And then they like talk to this guy, and he's like, "No, you, we could make those blocks. We could, I could do that." <laughs> the fucked up shit. The fucked up shit about ancient aliens is that the answer is it's slaves. <laughs> Always, <laughs> it's so fucked up. You want to be like, and then how the aliens must have done the pyramids? It's like, no, mm, expendable cheap labor. The by aliens the- picked all this cotton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the aliens built the America. <laughs> the aliens made these railroads. <laughs> We're cackling about slavery. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I find that shit to be like the ancient alien stuff is exciting with a possible like kind of what like I don't want to get too uh, Joe Rogan here, but like the Graham Hancock, like fingerprint of the God stuff. Are you no, familiar with sure. that at all? That guy fucking can really get you going with some like pop pseudoscience. Where yeah. He's like, the measurements of the pyramids are the same measurements of Chichen Itza. How did they do that? You know, and you're like, you're right. It has to be aliens. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> Not something else that we just don't know about at this point. No. But now uh, we're seeing more and more UFOs, allegedly, uh, which doesn't right. necessarily mean aliens. As we know, UFOs just mean right. uh, could be a government spaceship, a Russian spaceship, a Chinese sure. aircraft. Unidentified. Or yeah. Um, but it's still... Something, something exciting. It feels like all the negative shit that we're finding out about the government and all that stuff, like because of our insane current uh, uh, leaders and shit. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, oh, is Obama still the president? I haven't. <laughs> Not my president. Obama still got it, right? <laughs> but the uh, I can't imagine that we're not going to see some. If there is a positive, it would be like, how has he not slipped up about aliens yet? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's no way they would have told this dude about aliens. Absolutely no way. They'd be like, all right, we're not we're not telling. Do you think Obama got to see like an alien body? Uh, I bet they'd show Obama an alien body, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. They'd be like, you gotta check this out, dude. Wasn't there, like, didn't, like, Jackie Gleason say he, they showed, weren't, isn't there, like, a legend that they showed? That they took Jackie Gleason to, <laughs> to see, see yeah. an alien body? <laughs> I feel like that. I do feel like I did hear a story about that. <laughs> I can't be, like, Nixon showed him the body. Well, like, he was a big star at a time, I guess. We were just like, dude, we gotta show, well, we gotta show Gleason this. Well, if we're gonna show anybody, we gotta show Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna tell the Secretary of Defense, we should tell Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed with the idea that we just there's so little we know about that there's oh, yeah. got to be so much cool shit happening or is it sort of like um, 
hoping that superheroes are real? Like, is it sort of like, I'm praying that this is true so that the world is bigger than we really think it is? Or is it toast? Are we, are we all fucking rapidly, rapidly uh, atrophying and heading entropy into a fucking awful situation? Yeah, I don't know. It could be all of the above. <laughs> it could be all of the above. <laughs> I feel like aliens might be the thing that saves Earth. Maybe. Like, if they attacked mm -hmm. us, like, we would all be like, well, fuck bombing Iran. Let's oh, you're work talking with about I Independence Day? I just watched it, so it's fresh in my mind. <laughs> but it is, like, there, there literally is a sequence where, like, Belgian uh, Belgian Air, Air Force people are talking to, like, Iraqi Air yeah. Force. It's, like, like such a 90s right. movie yeah. where it's like, all right, Iraq, let's okay, work. Okay, let's work together. <laughs> it's the Americans. They are using Morse code. <laughs> But that's so human to go, okay, the way the world's going to find peace is if we all go to war We all got to fight together. Right, not, I think the the only with, way to find peace is to find a bigger war. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think if the hopes with the, all that alien stuff where my mind goes is definitely like they're advanced beyond uh, our shit. And so they've figured out how to equally disperse things through the mind and everyone's okay and there's like a peaceful way. They don't think in this animalistic survival Right, terms. they're not coming to take, like every movie would have us it's believe, like, they're not coming to take over, they're just exploring like, hey, you guys, we got this thing that cures um, uh, cells that uh, multiply too fast, exactly. which I think you guys call cancer here. We can help you with that. It's, you know? a, it's like Jack Nicholson's monologue in Easy Rider. You ever seen Easy Rider? Yeah, but I can't uh, quote his monologue. They've been coming here since uh, scientists started bouncing radar beams off the moon in the 60s. and He basically goes on and on about they're able to feed, clothe, and house all of their people without effort easily. You know, and it goes yeah. on and on to sort of like, and the powers that be, they don't, they won't let us know about this because it would cause a general panic and the people in charge, you know, it's that, yeah. all that shit. But uh, there is an element to like, that's I believe it. the best conspiracies have the background that there's a reason we don't know about it. Right, yeah. like the strongest oh, conspiracies yeah. go, like, well, we can't actually tell them that Bush did nine eleven because if that comes out, then we'll never trust the government again or whatever. Sure. So it's like they have like their own defense system built in where you can't say like, well, show me proof of aliens. It's like, well, we can't. You guys will go crazy. Everybody go <laughs> crazy. Like, oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, trust me. My girlfriend lives in Canada. <laughs> who, who is that guy, Colton? Uh, you brought up to, on the show before uh, one of our episodes. The guy who. Uh, he did like the X Files poster. He was the one who it was oh, a basket. Um, it was like a picture of a yeah, the picture of the woman. That's uh, Billy Meyer. Billy Meyer. You ever heard of this? guy? Is that the Fire in the Sky guy? No, no, no. no. That's that's uh, Walton. <laughs> uh, Billy Meyer is this uh, this European dude who's got one arm who like says that he'd take pictures of aliens and shit and like their spaceships and like a lot of the pictures like that you see is like the. You know, like the like standard, the, the standard ones are like photos that he took. Uh, but then, yeah, at one point he's like, this is they let me on the ship. And I took a picture of this alien woman. And he had this picture and then somebody found that it was just like a picture of a of a woman on a TV show. And they found the TV show. <laughs> and he just like, that's like, always the best when like a news organization <laughs> yeah. is like protests in China. And it's like, that's actually footage from the movie. The yeah. Perfect Storm. And yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But then his defense was. Okay, you're right. It's fake, yeah. but because I can't show you the real one, they won't the let one. me show you the yeah. real one. So yeah, you got me, but it's because if I did show you the real one, it would cause you guys, you guys all go fucking. These crazy. aliens, they're beautiful. They look like <laughs> they all look like huge. TV stars. Yeah, it's huge. It's Sophia Vergara, she's an alien, looks just like the lady from Modern Family, Al Bundy's wife. <laughs> 
Um, I just saw a documentary. I, I have a friend who's one of my buds I go to the beach with and like is a stoner buddy of mine. Uh, you can jump back to the Tyler Haynes episode of High and Mighty, listeners. He's a real alien head, and he, uh, he showed me Curse of the Sc- uh, Curse of the Skinwalker Ranch, a documentary about mm-hmm. the Skinwalker Ranch, which is allegedly the number one hotbed of alien uh, yeah. or unexplained uh, phenomena. Yeah. And I watch it, and I was like, "All it's one guy who's like interpreted it a certain way, and it's mm-hmm. like if you just it's like." Someone can convince you their house is haunted by telling you a cool story, whether you see anything or not. And it feels so weird, but it, I want to believe so bad. So I can imagine that on the other side of my, me is a spectrum of people who are, yes, I believe like instantly. And then they just like help gain the momentum that makes it feel like it's real. I used to be there too. I used to be like, it's true. It's gotta be true. And then, you know, as I got older and stuff, and I guess probably was not, like, high a lot, then, like, <laughs> I started not being like, oh, yeah, that's definitely true. <clears throat> so there's one, there's this one documentary. It took six months off weed, and yeah. I was like, what am I, I thinking? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm get my life back. I gotta quit comedy. <laughs> what am I doing? You're like, I don't like French fries. Like, all, all these amazing things as part of your life. But they used to have these things... Uh, They'll and they'll still show them sometimes, and and in go, paranormal people have it too. They call them like orbs, oh, or like yeah. the in, in for UFO people it'll sometimes be these things that like zoom really fast past the lens, and people like slow it down and like be looking at this thing. They're like, if you just set up a camera somewhere, you'll catch these things, and it's like they're bugs. What you're seeing is mosquitoes flying in front of the screen yeah yeah uh, you know or just dust floating if it's like these orbs yeah but or or, like, or truly yeah. even a satellite or a or yeah, elon musk this, launch rocket some, or, yeah it could be a satellite <laughs> or something like that but the things where you're just like the the shortest disability two points makes so much more sense <laughs> right. than like 500 alien ships shooting all over the place <laughs> And, you know, or, or like, you know, just tons of orb ghosts floating around your house. Yeah. I mean, like TV signals get wonky. You phone cuts out, uh, cameras overexposed in weird ways for sure. Yet instantly it's always like, it's gotta be aliens. There's no way the technology that is this wild computer that's this big, (laughs) it didn't fuck up. It can only be be the aliens or ghosts. I feel like that happens too. It's yeah. Look at this image and or this sound or this energy in a house. It's a fucking ghost. I'm I'm less ghosts than I am aliens. Like ghosts, I believe I in. Believe, you believe in ghosts? Le, no, no. no, he's less oh. ghosts okay. <laughs> yeah. of a believer. This is pretty much ex- uh, simple, plain English. I'm less ghosts. <laughs> you more ghosts. <laughs> I'm more aliens. I'm more aliens than ghosts, boys. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst Tinder boys. profile. <laughs> more aliens than ghosts. And it's the movies I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, James Cameron rules. Fuck Patrick Swayze. <laughs> that was no, my question. Uh, I'm a less of a believer in ghosts yeah, than I don't I believe am. in ghosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's... I don't if, until we fully understand what happens when we die. It feels crazy to even have such strong. Th- Everyone has a different idea of what happens when you die. That's too crazy. See, someone, a, someone's yeah. right, and ninety nine point nine percent of people are wrong. But Colton, I think that's interesting because I feel like you are. I, I don't know what your beliefs are. You're an atheist, maybe, right? Yeah. Yet a believer in aliens, I find that kind of interesting. Sure. I, think I guess it, it makes an, sense. An but atheist it's, believing yeah. in aliens makes more sense than atheist believing in ghosts. Because right. I'm an atheist no. who doesn't, who also believes. I in aliens, get that. I just find it fascinating that right. it's like sure. definitely no God. 
There's no higher power, unless are, of course it is. There are a little alien. <laughs> You're like, but did they come here and fuck with our uh, ape DNA to create the human race as an experiment for their highly evolved societies? Yep. Yeah, that's something I think is possible. <laughs> that, oh God, that shit. That shit. When you like start to pull out and imagine that you're you're we're just like that. That's that fucking. It's a psychological issue if you start to like think yeah. that all you're doing is the uh, the simulation and we're like the Matrix oh, and yeah. someone's running this as a lifelong. Well, there's a lot of weird language. shit. Like so, you know, like the way our noses are shaped. Uh, other apes don't have noses shaped like us. Uh, and one thing that, and one of the things I think is it might be that we were like water apes at some point. Yeah. And that's why our fingers wrinkle. Our fingers wrinkle. We can, we, we, when we swim. So like if you threw an ape in the water and had him swim, like all this water would be going in his fucking nose, but not in our nose. We also have like a thin layer of fat between our skin and in the inside that insulates you when you're in the water. Uh, and so your uh, heart rate and temperature could still be regulated when you jump when we jump into the water, which can't yeah. happen for apes. And the, that's why they say w- when your fingers get wet, you get pruny because it actually is for gripping when you're underneath the water. Well, you're like you go into like cool. swimming mode. Yeah. Uh, that that shit. I love the idea of that. It makes a lot of sense for me personally because. So we could be like dolphin apes, like maybe a dolphin. And yeah, an we're ape like cro- or something. <laughs> Dude, one time I was. One time There's I only was, one way to find out. <laughs> Colton, Gabrus, and Scott thrown out of the zoo again. <laughs> this time it'll work. We got to bring enough Spanish fly to get this ape super horny. <laughs> Where do you even find Spanish fly? Is that even? A, that's just a thing I remember hearing I about when I was. I know like, Cosby used to talk about Spanish <laughs> yeah, fly. <laughs> my man Bill Cosby, I used to go to for all my Spanish fly yeah. material. Yeah, Spanish fly really distanced themselves from if Cosby only, after that. If, if only there were some clues. <laughs> oh yeah, Cosby used to talk about that date rape struggle all the time. We never thought anything of it. That shit always drives me crazy. Where people are like up in arms about Michael Jackson right now. Like it took uh, it took the documentary for you to go like. Yeah, you know, maybe it's like, guys. I thought it was like common knowledge yeah. twenty years ago that he like no, he's just a weirdo that hangs out in trees and with kids. You're like no, fuck <laughs> that. Um, he's probably seen aliens. Michael Jackson. I feel like th- that's what's upsetting. You think about somebody the- showed an alien to Michael Jackson. I think you can get rich enough and just get access to shit eventually. You know, sure. I feel like they're like, yeah. uh, if Michael Jackson sees aliens, he's willing to donate a quarter million dollars to the SETI project or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dream job. I watched Independence Day and it opens with like the SETI guy, the yeah. search for extraterrestrial life or uh, intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. And he's just like sitting there and you're just waiting for something to beep. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So that Contact also uh, yes. is right. all about SETI. I fucking love movie. that movie. Yeah. Contact movie. is awesome. Con- I Written really- by Carl Sagan. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I, I want to get more into Sagan. I just read an awesome uh, article he wrote that like under a pseudonym about being pro marijuana. Oh, really? Yeah. He wrote this like amazing article as like a, a f- under a fake name because he was like at the height of his popularity. But he wrote like this really interesting take on marijuana and how he, you know, it was like belying the criminality of it and saying like i enjoy music more i find myself making more scientific connections and stuff and i was like hell yeah carl sagan but uh have you were you a fan of his oh yeah for sure cosmos is my jam yeah i used to watch that shit but now i want to read now making me want to rewatch it just talking about it yeah i'm definitely getting more into sagan Uh, doing doing the podcast it was more colton's thing 
you know, and but I've like really dove Scott's in. Scott's really into it now. Scott's really pissed that this episode isn't about the drums. <laughs> <laughs> he all, brought all this shit. <laughs> all these drums. Where should I set drums up? From Dude, we're talking aliens. Really That's kind of Colton's thing. <laughs> <laughs> I had this hour-long uh, dissertation on the history of uh, drumming you're, through tribal history. Yeah. Drums. Which brings us to the timpani. Ding, ding, ding. No, but what I'm saying is, like, I've jumped in and gotten super into it and also found the crossovers between, mu- like, a lot of musicians have a lot of alien stories and they've been abducted, et cetera, but also... Yeah, just getting into all that shit. Carl Sagan, like he's so dope and was in charge of the Voyager gold record, you know, all the recordings that they sent out. And that's the furthest thing that we've sent into space and all these cool greetings. And, you know, what I was saying before about like them being more advanced and not being into war and shit, because like that's where he was coming from for sure. It's like people were worried that we were sending pictures of naked bodies and so they'd know how to kill us. But he was like, that's how we think, man. You know, like right. they're yeah, out then, there. We're trying to say hello, you know? Yeah. But then Stephen Hawking was like, no, nah, they might, there's, there's also a chance that they'll just come and just take all our shit and fucking kill us. Sure. <laughs> uh, Carl Sagan, like tips, uh, Hawking over. <laughs> that, that's, that'll be in the celebrity death match reboot for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they're, if, well, if they're, if they're hanging out right now, then both of them were fucking morons because neither one of them believed in an afterlife. So. Oh, right, right. That, that, the ultimate curse is that they're forced to argue about aliens in heaven and Jesus is there going, oh, you want to talk about yeah. aliens? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, now it's about the aliens. All right. It's actually this whole Christian thing. You are wrong. Steven's walking around. Carl's in a wheelchair. He's like, I can do whatever I want here. It's, me. it's my spot, heaven. Uh, <laughs> um, the that that's like a positive outlook that the highest form of evolution. If we're assuming aliens are more advanced than us, it's a wonderful belief to say like they're so advanced that they're pe- post-war, that they're post-murder, post-imperialism, and that just says something about like a positive outlook on civilization, where it's like no, the ultimate goal is Earth working complete, everyone on Earth working together not warring with each other, which I guess is, you know, that's a belief system. You can decide which one is truly better, but objectively not having war is better for earth as a whole. Maybe having war is better for if resources are limited for Americans to be the ones that get to take over or or Mm -hmm. Chinese, whoever overpopulation. Yeah. Like maybe war is good for some reasons, but I love the idea that no, if you truly had all the info and were so advanced, you would know that it's not worth it. Like everyone, like in Avengers, this is so different, but Avengers Endgame, like Thanos snaps because the world is, has limited resources and he gets rid of half the people. Yeah. And uh, Ben Rogers one time was like, why not snap your fingers and double the resources? Just make more food instead. <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, what? Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. But it's like one of those things, like maybe when you become so advanced, there's no need for war because it's like we're fighting over oil. It's like, well, we have unlimited energy coming from via blank or whatever. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. It's hard not to think like. <laughs> And I think that every time we think about aliens, we think about it from such a small, uh, myopic, our own version of like, oh, aliens, they would come and like, we would be able to fight. Like it, it might even be like aliens might be like a, a Wi-Fi signal. Like I don't even, you know, fully understand. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like we don't even know what kind of form an alien. Yeah. It takes. doesn't necessarily have like organic biomatter or something like that. Sure. It could just be like, do you know, aliens are actually like 
you, we can find them the same way we find Bluetooth signals or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, or the aliens no. are here. They're all communicating with each other. We just have no idea. It could idea. be uh, robots, you know, like some fucking maybe some uh, alien race invented robots and then the they all died off and the robots were just around and <laughs> right. learned how to build more robots and now they're flying around and they could not even give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, it started as Roombas and now they have life. like fully yeah. functioning <laughs> like Jude Law and AI type yeah. there. Um, yeah, we, a friend of mine says uh, one of the big theories is hybrids, is that oh, aliens yeah, sure. impregnate uh, people uh, or probe people. Yeah, or whatever. a lot of yep. the people who have been abducted, what they'll report uh a lot is that if they can remember stuff from the ship, some of them will have, will see and meet hybrids between aliens and humans. Yeah, and they're like uh, gor- always gorgeous. They look like they kind of look like that picture you have up there, that little kid with the big like, eyes. Oh Cy- yeah, yeah. Cyborgs? Yeah. Is that a cyborg? Um, I have a no, no, no. Painting. Cyborg would be like half machine, half human. A oh, hybrid right. is like the aliens. So say like the gray aliens, that alien you think with like the big eyes. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, taking, you know, reproductive matter from. Right. Yeah, they're taking uh, comet. <laughs> yeah, they're taking like <laughs> the, the idea that they're the most advanced technology, uh, the most advanced civilization. They're just here. We got to get to Earth. Get more cum, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we need more cum. They're using it like coal. Right? <laughs> reproductive matter, for God's sakes. <laughs> Shoveling cum into like Stop a big cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they say like, and then that's what they'll point to like a lot of like young actresses and be like, they're beautiful, but they have like these big eyes yep. and they're skinny and shit. And like sure. people will be like, that's because they're hybrid. And then of course they get the ability to, because they're hybrids, have the ability to like woo human humanity. And next thing you know, uh, I, didn't, I, never heard, Fanning, I never heard this one. L Fanning like, is winning <laughs> some wards. I never heard the one that the starlets are the, are the, uh, <laughs> the, pro, the product. Yeah. We got to make famous people. <laughs> you heard it. Well, like, Cause then they get people decimated, uh, disseminated all throughout culture. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Like, yeah. and if there are people who have the advanced power of having half, High, half alien, yeah, like what, some what are mind they? control stuff. Or yeah, like that. some light mind control, uh, immunity to cocaine, so they can hang out. They could just have so much. To Wait, are you just talking about what you <laughs> yeah. wish was the ultimate goal? I, I want a fucking I alien. <laughs> <laughs> I keep sending my cum to <laughs> NASA, <laughs> saving jars. Yeah. <laughs> Tiff's like, empty the fridge. Yeah, like, no, no, no. <laughs> JPL. <laughs> Dearest JPL, here's another sample if you need it. What are we doing here? Uh, the fucking that that JPL shit. Hearing about like what was the thing we had Kepler one thirty eight or something like that for a little while. We had like a satellite that had gone further than anything's ever gone before, and then it, we just like lost its signal. Oh yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and it's like that's just fucking exciting. Even yeah. if that just means it is behind something or whatever. It's just wild to imagine that. It's just like, that's how far it is. It's like so far away and we're able to track it for so long, so far. Like, holy shit, this is as unimaginably far. Oh shit, it's gone. What does that mean? Where is it? it? (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? You mean like that regular ass plane that just fucking disappeared? Yo. Wait, what? I don't know this. (laughs) Yeah, they like lost track of the plane. Whatever, that plane that disappeared. The Malaysian one, Oh, you're talking about the Malaysian plane? Oh, yeah. Well, What's that plane crashed. <laughs> that's not even like all the way out there. Yeah, we yeah, fucking lost just, that shit. That, <laughs> that feels fucking crazy. Also, I no no digs against Malaysia. I, I've never been there, but I will never fly oh, no. Air Malaysia. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, they had like two horrible things. Right, they had that, it, and then the other one got uh, one of their planes got shot by a missile. Right. 
<laughs> over Russia just got blown up. <laughs> that's insane. Like to run that risk. I mean, that's fucking America. That's like the world now. It's but they're still going like, at it as an airline. Malaysia still. Re- no, I think they were rebranded. I think they renamed yeah. themselves. They're called, they call themselves Delta now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, Delta. Take that. <laughs> Shots fired, Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor the podcast, Delta. Uh, <laughs> or Malaysia Airlines. Anyone, really. Daddy needs a fucking couple of bucks here. <laughs> Trying to have an alien hybrid child is expensive. <laughs> Daycare for a hybrid is through the roof these days. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> this cocaine immunity is... Uh, <laughs> it's really I'm not sure why cost. that was the goal. Yeah, that costs a lot. Let me do all this cocaine yet not feel the effects. I love you guys are at a party with me. You're like, I'm pretty sure Gabrus isn't immune to it. <laughs> 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 He's had four heart attacks at this party. <laughs> Talking like a hundred miles an hour. You want to call my mom? Let's call my fucking mom. <laughs> no, I'm immune to cocaine. What? It doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> I love calling your mom. I'm going to call my mom. Okay, yeah, let's call my mom. It's like your buddy who's like, uh, I'm not even stoned. And you're like, you haven't spoke. That's the first thing you said in 25 minutes. It's yeah. okay if you're high. <laughs> we're trying. Always your friend. You're like, we're trying to get high, dude. It's okay. Yeah, if you Just let it be. When you were like 15 and drinking, you're like, I'm not even fucked up at I'm all. Drunk. <laughs> you go home and like convince your, you're like, there's no way my parents know I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> um, and alien abductions, speaking of getting wasted, there's always like a clause that makes them less believable, right? Like aliens always abduct people who are living in wide sure. open areas, yeah. um, always alone or solitary. And then also like it's always involved with like drinking or lack loss of memory and stuff. And it's always a crackpot person that like everyone yeah. else is like, why would you believe this guy? Yeah, it's tough to believe a lot of the people. But then you flip all that around and that's if the aliens are very smart, then they're then they abducting know. the right people. Sure. Yeah, that's if they want to keep it a secret. You're yeah. trying to say Sammy Hagar is a crackpot person? <laughs> Did he say he was abducted? Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. When they, he was younger and he was like 15, they took his 16. Semen. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. That, if his... you meet an alien hybrid, it's like <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Let's get out of here." Yeah. This is half Sammy Hager, half uh, half alien. I don't have time for this shit. That's what his tequila brand <laughs> yeah. is. Wobble wobble. <laughs> it's for the fucking grays, man. Yeah. Um, and, oh, that's wild. I had, I never heard that. That's yeah, fucking awesome. I mean, there's a bunch of musicians. You just fucking Google. Musicians who've been abducted, and there's just a ton of them. What, what, let's talk about why Why is that. Anecdotally, why do we think that musicians have been abducted, or why do musicians think they have been abducted? Because I think the quick answer anyone will say is, like, drug use. You yeah. know? Drugs, they probably have open minds uh, yep. yeah. into sort of alternative things already, yep. uh, open to an alternative lifestyle. Right, they reality. travel a lot, so they're around in different places. Like they're not traveling. just like, yeah. yeah, they're in... They they fit the quota of they're in wide open spaces. Yeah, they're on a they rent. drink. You know, they <laughs> right, maybe right. like pass out somewhere. You know, and then you're, and then you're weird, ready. Weirdly enough, we I casually mentioned earlier, but Tom DeLong or yep. Tom DeLonge, I don't know DeLong DeLong, he's like truly getting like information released, right? Like he's gone like full in. Like oh, he, Freedom of Information Act stuff. Yeah, stuff like I that. think yeah. he's like helping like release uh, foot like. Uh, not footage, yeah. but like release information. He has a show, yeah, yeah, unidentified. Uh, it's on History Channel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, I've been talking so much 
about Tom DeLonge more than I ever thought I would in my life yeah, since yeah, we started yeah, yeah. doing this. Talk about him that a lot in eighth like, grade and then again when you're 40. Yeah, he is back in my life <laughs> yeah. in a big way. Yeah, next up I hear Offspring is getting into it. <laughs> oh, All these bands from my Noodles childhood. and Dexter from Offspring? Well, hey, my mom worked Gotta at, keep them separated. Yeah. My mom worked at the bank with Noodles uh, mom. Oh, really? shit. Because they're an Orange County band. And so. Oh, yeah. She was like, Yeah, my son is the guitar player in the punk band called Offspring. Really? And his mom was still working at the bank? Hell yeah. Damn, she's committed. Damn, yeah. that must have been before Ignition hit the charts. <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of their first album? I feel like that's. Uh, I want to say Smash. Oh, it's Smash. No, yeah. maybe Ignition was like. I think the one that had Keep Them Separated was Smash. You're right. Had the yeah. skeletons on it. It had. Uh, that was a big year, 94. The- it was Dookie. Smash that song, the blue album by Weezer. These were like those were like my three favorite albums when yeah. I was twelve in '94. Doesn't um, Weezer have a new album coming out? They just put one out a little bit ago. They just keep dropping albums. <laughs> <laughs> they've done the thing where they've switched the Overton window of their own of how you feel about their music. Where now, like the Green album and Maladroit are like good again. <laughs> we were like, right. "Wow, you made eight worse albums than those." <laughs> <laughs> we thought you dropped off, but yeah. there's levels to it's this. It's not your tenth, tenth worst album. So their job is nine. just making their older stuff better, That's right? What yeah, doing. they just keep on. Like, oh, wait, we'll put something out, and you'll love this album in ten years when you yeah. see the kind of garbage we're capable of. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're going to love season one of my show, because after season one, it goes downhill. <laughs> downhill. <laughs> well, We've accidentally made season one so great. Rivers Cuomo has this whole thing where he says he found this like formula for songwriting. I feel like this was something that was going around probably 10 years ago, that yeah. he was like, he found the pop song formula. Oh, It's a secret thing, and it was like... <laughs> But these are the songs that have come out <laughs> right, of that right, right. formula. Yeah, I think I think we need to get the formula back in the lab. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can keep it. The only <laughs> single he's had pop in the last fifteen years is a cover. So if the formula is doing Toto songs, that's a pretty good formula. Yeah. It's, Next up is Rosanna. <laughs> it's a drag, uh, you know, uh, to be like, oh, that second album you guys put out, that album is a fucking masterpiece, and then it didn't sell right away. You know, it's their cable guy, to right. be honest. Yeah. It really is. It's Full a circle. little darker. It's their mo it's but it's like refined and fucking tight. I love it's Pinkerton. It's classic. It's the best. Yeah, but if you loved Blue Album, the Pinkerton comes out, you're like, what is this? And then you you I kind of th- those came out at the perfect years for me where it was like mm-hmm. Blue Album came out when I was twelve and then like Pinkerton came out when I was like fourteen or fifteen and I was like Did you like it right in- away? Yeah, I like aged into it where I was getting over the blue album when that knew and then I was like then they took forever off and then came back with the green album. Pinkerton went like went by me. Like blue was so what big. Was, what was on the Pinkerton album? I don't really know. Like, um right. the, the Good Life was probably their number one. Yeah, I think single. the first single was El Scorcho. God damn you have uh, Japanese girls. Yeah. Do it to me God every time. Damn you have Japanese girls. I don't know. Yeah, no song. I don't know that song. No song from Pinkerton sounds like a Blue Album song. Like and, they, or, by the way, was ever really on the radio. And so, if you're sort of a casual okay. tuner in to Weezer, right. you, you probably don't know all. any of the songs. Yeah. yeah but I feel like don't, don't they have a song about pushing daisies or something? They have pink. Push uh, the pushing daisies, daisies was a TV make them show. Come right? up. Push the no, that's days. Ween. Oh, that's Ween. That's okay. Ween. Push yeah, the little a... daisies and make them come yeah, up. Okay, that's all. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck, dude, Ween. There's a band I, I got like into way late in life. <laughs> I got, someone got me yeah, the White Pepper album when I was like twenty something. Ween's pretty radical. Fucking, I. Heard, 
you hear the song Bananas and Blow, and then you become like a fan. It's like a tropical, like Kokomo type song where it's like, living off bananas and blow. And you're like, this is the most wild song ever. What is this band like? And then every other song is completely different. And you're like, yeah. holy shit, they're doing something weird. Yeah, they're right wild, there. man. Okay, well, I like those guys. I, always, I guess yeah, I always thought those guys were Weezer. <laughs> That's completely reasonable. <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, how's Noodles' mom doing these days? <laughs> I gotta ask my mom. I haven't asked. Uh, Coked up. Gotta call my mom. <laughs> but I did see a picture of them or them offspring playing recently because they're still at it. That's and wild. Boy, they're old. Yeah, I saw Weezer played at like a Father John Misty fundraiser. Years ago. Like Rivers yeah. Cuomo was there, and it was like they were playing an acoustic set, and it was really weird because I'm like. I think he looks, he's 50 now, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so fucking wild. It just looks weird. It, yeah. It does look weird. Especially, like, you're so used to them, like, in Buddy Holly mode, and then you see them like, older and, like, sadder. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember, I, yeah. I think I might even sent you a picture of it when he came on, but they put, uh, I don't even know why he was on the news, but for some reason they were talking to the bassist from Nirvana on the news one day. Mm -hmm. Nova Selleck? Yeah, and like he, they're like, so now we're joined with the bassist of Nirvana, and he like popped on, and I was like, oh my god, like he's, <laughs> it looked like some fucking, old, just random old dude. <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I'm pretty sure I took a picture, I sent it to you, I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I, the rock and roll life catches up to you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it, definitely, it catches you and fucking body slams you into the it's ground. It's not sustainable. Uh, that, there used to be this, when I lived in Brooklyn, there was this dude who lived in our neighborhood who was always walking around with his dog never worked and but he like seemed like a weird like drug addict type of grungy guy so me and my wife would always just like be like this guy must be some sort of weird artist or something he lives in like a weird small apartment and then one day we're watching a documentary uh i think it's called push about uh those two bands no um it's about black rebel motorcycle club and something else some dig is the name of the documentary it's, it's about two oh, bands at the yeah. same time yeah, it's, it's not black rebel motorcycle club it's the dandy war dandy warhols and the brian jonestown experience yes exactly. that's a great that's great a great doc and then one of the people they're interviewing is my neighbor and he's <laughs> gibby haynes the lead singer of butthole surface oh gibby haynes dude i did fucking <laughs> reno 911 with gibby haynes <laughs> what? they cut he's the episode <laughs> it didn't come out but chad carter and i were in a weed store and uh like I came in to buy weed at this weed store and the cops were there and the pharmacist was Gibby Haynes. He's oh, like tight with all them. I yeah, think he's, he's done, done monologues at ASCAT since. And like, I've yeah, learned that, yeah. but he was just this dude in my neighborhood. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God. I, you know, of course, everyone knows one butthole surfer song and you're yeah, like, yeah. Holy shit. That's the dude. He like lives in our neighborhood. Holy yeah. shit. It's like a huge he celebrity. Chill. He was chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's cool. He believe. I bet he believes in aliens. You ever been to Oklahoma city? No, I've been to you Tulsa. know Flaming Lips. Yeah, for some reason, Butthole Servers made me think of Flaming Lips because they're. If you go to Oklahoma City, you ever been there, Colton? Yeah, I've been there. It's kind of like their town. They have a really? huge warehouse. That's I didn't know that their space. It's right, this, they like, have like a studio. It's like a twenty-four hour, yeah. like yeah, art exhibit space. There's a street that's Flaming Lips Street, but uh. I've been out there a couple times, and I talked to That's people. Such that, a weird place for them because it's a very conservative area. Yeah, but I, I guess just because that guy Wayne pops up in all kind of stuff too. You yeah, know, uh, he's on like Portlandia, or like he just shows up in odd. They're interesting people. And the they're alien esque uh, vibes too. Yeah, 
I, I feel like all, all the music I'm into is very much. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's because of weed. <laughs> yeah. Why is weed like the things that weed makes me like are all circle aliens for some reason? Where it's like I love space and sci-fi movies and synthy music and all this shit. And I'm like light shows and the things that keep describing. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> Do I only like aliens because I'm a stoner? <laughs> I keep like looking to my around my uh, my uh, studio, which has paraphernalia visibly oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So like. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite uh, musicians and bands off the top of your head um, well, in that realm or whatever? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of like, uh, <laughs> this is crazy, like Vangelis and like, uh, they did like the Blade Runner soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, Tangerine Dream, um, okay. John mm. Carpenter, even though he's like a movie director, he's, his score stuff yeah, and cool his music. recent albums are really cool. cool. Uh, I just love that like synthy sort of like yeah. uh 80s and that and it's kind like, of so do you like vaporwave yeah that's sort of back now right yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm into it like the band the midnight i think is in that circle um and, and i finally i keep searching spotify for playlists that play synthy t- like and i finally found it and it was one was labeled vaporwave yeah and i had seen it and i always thought it was like a, a joke name for something you know <laughs> yeah. like a weird internet meme name but it's a real that's like a genre of music oh, yeah. yeah that's something that i looked into it's uh and part of why you think it's a meme is there's a whole kind of meme style that's vaporwave where yes. it's like this collagey 80s Tron meets yeah. Who's Coke, the artist? Coke that's, ads. Who's the know? artist that like uh, uh, Scott Gardner's uh, show Moonbeam City kind exactly, of emulated, yeah. which yeah, was like exactly. Uh, I forget that famous artist, but that's like a style. It's that whole vibe, and because you know, Chill Wave, like uh, the soundtrack to the uh, theme song to Portlandia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chill Wave then leads into Vaporwave. Chill Wave is more beach and tropical aesthetic, and Vaporwave. Uh, pulls from 80s and 90s like movies synth stuff yeah samples and it's like has it'll like slow down dialogue from the, movies. the dude uh who who does the music uh, for drive that was like uh, Kavinsky the, yeah Kavinsky yeah. is a good yeah his shit's tight yeah, like yeah. that song when it kicks in and drive is like, it's fucking awesome so yeah. tight <laughs> yeah because yeah. I was I was big into uh, when all my friends were into ska, ska and punk in like the mm-hmm. early nineties, uh, I got into as a reaction against ska and punk, which I didn't like. I got into like Chemical Brothers and Fatboy Slim and mm-hmm. Orbital <laughs> and Aphex Twin and like DJ Shadow and like the nineties big beat scene. Yeah, and then that kind of I think kept in my brain alongside being a big movie fan kept like my taste riding all the way. While I <clears throat> while I always loved hip hop and even like indie rock and pop and shit what was that one dj shadow mm. album introducing so big yeah yeah introducing Diana and uh, I, I listened Classic. to that the other day and I, I used to listen to that all the time i worked at a video store in new york and i'd always put it on and like i listened to it in my headphones when i was walking there and i put it on the other day i mean and don't get me wrong it's good it's still good but i was just like this is boring like it's, it's like uh, every every song is four minutes longer than you remember them. Yeah, right. I, or maybe our attention span is completely changed because uh, yeah. I tried to play organ donor for Tiff the other for my wife the other day, yeah. which is my favorite DJ Shadow song. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I was like looking at the versions of it on Spotify, and I'm like, this one's eight minutes, and I'm like, there's got to be a different one, and I'm like, finally find one. I'm like, this isn't even as good as I remember it. Fuck, that's the worst thing about being old is when something 
Like oh, rewatching something that meant so much you to you, and you're like, you were like, "This was great. This is awesome. <laughs> oh no, this is yeah. not like, great. Oh, shit, did, is, is everything I ever liked actually garbage? Yeah, oh, no. yeah. When it hits, when it's in that spot of, oh, this is when I knew I had taste. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is when I thought I was a cut above here. Like <laughs> I have some refined taste. <laughs> DJ Shadow, etc. <laughs> yeah, uh, go back and listen to it, and it's like, was, what is oh, this? Shit? Yeah, but I, yeah, that happened. Uh, the, but that song that he did with. Uh, run the jewels. That song is sick, dude. Oh, yes. oh the, uh, nobody. What is that song called? Nobody. Nobody move. Nobody gets choked. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's and that yeah. video is dope as hell. Too. Oh yeah, oh, that's a great yeah. video. That's great. Yeah. They just used that song at the end of uh, they've used Book it. Smart. They're using it in fucking movies. Like, not just Book Smart. Yeah, it was in a. Uh, in like well, in uh, for previews and stuff, some it's some a new great trailer, some song. new George Clooney movie had that had that in there where it was just like what they're using this beat for that. I feel like they do that. They yeah. whatever the trailer people are, where it's like they'll use the same song yeah. for fucking ten oh, yeah. movie trailers. It's oh, like yeah. this is the feel right now, right? And that's <laughs> the vibe right now. Like John uh, Wick, the the famous one, like for the last like five years or a couple years, has been slowed down versions of classical songs. Or oh, a, cl- yeah. a classic, not classical. Like, yeah. you know, like the joke was like, yeah. you know, like any, any one of these. Wouldn't it be yeah. nice to <laughs> right. see? And you're like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a, a dainty female voice. Or something <laughs> right. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, Or it's like, yeah, it's like super slowed and pitched up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Listen, all y'all, it's sabotage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even that old. <laughs> Oh man, that's a bummer, man. We never get to see those guys in concert again. Oh, no new yeah. music. Well, dude, they're doing this like two. It's, it's Spike Jones directed a a stage show where it's two guys doing a one man show about the Beastie Boys. It's Ad Rock and Mike D. They have like a live show where it's talking about their life and experience. Oh fuck! I would wait. Where, where is that? They were doing it in Brooklyn. Oh, I will gladly they go see that. They might go on tour, but I hope yeah. they do it. Or it'll here. eventually, like everything, will end up on Netflix and be like a flat, boring version. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I think it just was twenty-five years of uh, 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 you know ill communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck, dude. I they should have done that out here. They, they they recorded that in Atwater. Yeah, that's fucking. Uh, the Beastie Boys. I did get to see them at Nassau Coliseum at yeah. once, which was my. Right. Home. Do you know when? Like what era? It would have been, I think it was, uh, they opened with, it was probably the Hello Nasty tour, because Intergalactic is off Hello Nasty, right? Yep. Yeah, it was, they opened with Intergalactic. I saw him Check Your Head. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I saw him later. I saw the uh, two of the five boroughs. Oh, yeah. But that was a dope tour, because it was, it was just the three of them. They had matching uh, Adidas sweatsuits on. Uh it was in 2004 because they were doing George Farrell had done all these Bush uh, infomercial things for them in between and before uh, oh, the songs. Oh, fun, fun. Talib Kweli opened, who was always one of my favorites. And then they came out and did an hour of just straight hip hop, you know, and it was uh, Mixed Master Mike on these huge speakers, turntables, and then the stage sp- spun and like turned around. And then it was a full band. Then they came out as full band in these like powder blue tuxedos. Did another hour of uh, like they're more sabotage songs, and yeah. you know all those songs and uh. check your head songs, the funk <laughs> songs. And then it spun around again, and they did it again, and they just kept going. Oh, that's it was, fucking it was awesome! So, that's so badass. It was so great. It's when I lived in Long Beach, great. they're yeah. still so great. I got to ride my bike there. I lived. It was in Long Beach Arena, so I got to like get high, drink some beers, and ride my bike. <laughs> 
the dream. And then, and then lock my bike up outside the <laughs> arena and fucking walk in. It was a fucking dream. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so great. awesome. Yeah, me and my days. brothers went. People climbed over the hockey boards because it was uh, – the Islanders play at Nassau, used to play uh-huh. at Nassau Coliseum, and people climbed over the boards to get into the pit. And it was crazy. Like People were falling like 12 feet down. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Did, did the Beastie Boys tour with Rage at one point, too? I feel like they were on a double bill together. At some uh, I don't know. I think Wu-Tang Clan toured with Rage with against Rage. the machine. Yeah. That was their that's big That's a great tour. fucking... I that's, saw, what the, that's what their, their documentary it covers a lot of. Oh, the, of Mikes and Men? Yeah, that yeah, recent yeah. one. That's a great name for a doc, by oh, the way. Oh, so good! <laughs> I haven't seen it. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. Oh, I saw Wu Tang at Lollapalooza in '94. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. uh, Wu Tang, then um, Metallica were the two oh, headliners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was fucking awesome. I feel like that was in the MTV news a lot was Wu-Tang on Lollapalooza. It, it was, was like they couldn't keep track of everybody. You know, like <laughs> yeah. people were like gone for some shows. I yeah. will say it was my first, not my first, but I didn't realize like old man racism went to music too. <laughs> where like I was sitting in a section with a group of people who were there to see Metallica because they were like, 35 year old white dudes in jeans and like uh, light colored jeans and dark colored t-shirts and then they were like mad that Wu-Tang was on and I'm like 14 I'm like this is one of the biggest fucking groups ever <laughs> to me it's like the, I'm like to me in my head it's like oh because of MTV I'm like Wu-Tang and Metallica are just two big bands like yeah, I'm not yeah, even yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, that yeah, I'm like sure. oh a 35 year old metalhead this is not for them <laughs> and then you throw a dose of racism on top of that and you're like oh Fuck, man. People were like, fuck you. Like, giving the finger to Wu-Tang. I'm like, this is the coolest ass shit. <laughs> also, Shaolin Monks performed actual Kung Fu as one of the slots <laughs> on that Sick. on that show. It was like I the Shaolin that. Monks of America like did a Kung Fu demonstration. And you know that was Wu-Tang forced that. <laughs> oh, of course. That's so gangster. <laughs> Rizzo was like, here's the deal. We'll come on the tour. But you got to let these Shaolin, Shaolin, Shaolin Monks <laughs> I was in. I was such a fan of Wu Tang as a kid and kung fu movies, and like never like until like f- figured out that crisscross. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, these Wait guys are second. even cooler. They're into that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're Hell like yeah. when you hear like your idol or like a fa- like someone you're a huge fan of mention someone else you're a huge fan of. Yeah. Now you feel the reverse of it with podcasting, where I'm like, yeah, I love uh, Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport, and people tweet at me like, it's crazy. I listen to Gabe versus podcast, and he listens to a podcast I listen to, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, and it's a way low, lower stakes version of finding out Wu Tang's into kung fu movies. <laughs> oh no, it's the same, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have good taste. It's another podcast. <laughs> Dude, this is this is equal <laughs> level right here, Doug. Um, You're just in it, so you can't tell the difference. But have you ever had an a- alien-like experience? Do you have anything that you could like even retroactively go? Maybe that was aliens. I've never. I've had some shit that happened that feels like it could be ghosts. But then you also, as we learn more and more about the human brain, we learn that it's capable of completely fooling you at times. Yeah, for sure. And that's the scary thing, too, is like we're just eventually learn that aliens is just everyone's brains being slowly broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's lead paint. Well, here. I attribute most of that. I think panic attacks and moments of uh, lucidity, I think, happen. And then, again, like any fucking religion, alien, ghost, anything, the human brain has to go, 
what's the definition of this and what is this when it's like we don't know dude and it's just that's the answer is there is no fucking answer but it feels like an alien experience and so i equate it to that and you see the crazy people walking around and they're like talking to yeah voices in their head that they're yeah. From their point of view, the, are they're really experiencing? And I hear right. they're not hella going. Voices myself. <laughs> do I you? Cool. Obviously, I do. We all do. Right. I um, wake up, my head's like, "This sucks." <laughs> I hear. <laughs> I hear voices I too, swear. but I think the voices I hear, I can pinpoint to that it is actually me. Yeah. Doing yeah. other voice. You know what I mean? Like I have like the the it connection is. to myself where I'm like, this wait. is you. This is you are fabricating second, this though. thing wait, you're wait. hearing. So wait, you'll hear a voice in your head like something talking to you? No, but you'll feel like compelled to think something that you wouldn't normally sure, think. I mean, that's I, I'll I, do that. Yeah. I don't actually, I'm sorry, I should back it off. I don't hear voices, but I can feel myself being guided in my brain by like negatively by me. Yeah. When I'm like, no, this is all of your creation. This like is when you're up on a tall building and you're like, I could jump off this building. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Why would I think about it? Who made me think that? And it's like, you did. <laughs> I did? Who are you talking to? Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I now understand everyone on the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. But no, I've never had an alien like experience. Yeah. I mean, either, you know, well, they also say like uh, near death experiences could be misconstrued as like aliens and ghosts and stuff because. That drug DMT, the sure. spirit molecule, is actually uh, naturally occurring in the brain. Yeah, it gets released when you die. It gets released yeah. when you die to help protect you from how insane dying yeah. is or whatever. And so near-death experiences could trigger that, and then that makes you feel like you've been abducted. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because that's the wild shit is like abduction stories that have a lot of the same parallels uh, but are explained away like also in uh, – lucid dreaming and in this yeah. and in, and when you think you're dying and when you or do would you hear people who took that drug they're yeah. like yeah man all of a sudden these people showed up and were like hey come with us there was and a bright like, light oh, and yeah. i saw my family it's like always like that's <laughs> there's a reason people who are like the bright light thing is in pop culture it's because yeah. it's something that must happen to the brain sure and then it's like weird uh dying aliens drugs ghosts they all have like a bright light centrally yeah. located and you're like can't you know that that drug also occurs when you're born oh yeah, mm, yeah. Makes sense. When, when you're born uh, your body also shoots it out so in a way this could all just be the trip your, your life could be the trip <laughs> oh. from this drug Hell oh yeah. that's <laughs> that's <laughs> wild we're, we're just being cooking. born directly into like a jack <laughs> yeah. and we're just uh, then dreaming all this Hell yeah. that matrix shit is like some real like shit could be real I, I love when people buy into it too much like yeah. the simulation is real man but there is so much weird shit and where you're like yeah. the, just enough unexplained shit makes you feel like that you're playing on a broken map in a video game or oh, something yeah. like that well it's, you know it's like you said you're like your wife it's like so wait then space just goes on yeah, right it just kind of goes on well then maybe somebody just made this and they're looking inside to see what's ha- gonna happen inside of this weird right thing. and it's like and we've seen the end of space it's like well no you can't it's yeah, like oh we've seen it. the main no we can't well and they're <laughs> like you know they'll be like it's expanding or no it's getting smaller or it's just, we don't know <laughs> yeah what the fuck is going on what's, what's up with space bro opening circle right back to the very beginning so anyway what is going on with space guys that's our time we never get to it that's our <laughs> that, time that broke glad we hashed out ween versus weezer <laughs> <laughs> Well, that shit broke my brain when I, I remember being five or six years old, sitting in my bed, looking at my ceiling and going, the concept of space going on forever, I couldn't deal with. I was like, at some point, there has to be ground. Yeah. Like, it's in the sky, 
but it's ground. Like I couldn't fathom. You've got to run know? into something else. Yeah. And that's just such a interesting, like it's because only because we're standing on a ground that we know we got to assume everyone else is like, there's no way someone else exists without being on another ground, which is such a while. Oh, it's so well, good. Dude, I love I'm getting, you. I'm getting like the feeling right now a little bit where it's like someone out there is there's some, there's something out there having a conversation I'm wondering about us, which is the most wild way to like break that down where it's like, there's a, there's somebody way, something way the fuck out there going. So you, you hear these things about like earthlings and shit. Sure, like yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a good sign. <laughs> Perfect time. You know what? They can never hear this. <laughs> uh, as you're noticing now, I'm not wearing headphones. <laughs> I have no idea how podcasting works. Well, I'll book you guys over. Yeah, my landscapers usually come at 3.30, so why don't you guys come over at 3? <laughs> Gotta be later than that. No, it's, yeah, it's like 4-ish. Um, but we can, we can wrap it up here, guys. Let's, uh, let's. I think That's landscapers queuing. Yeah. <laughs> I think two weed whackers being operated right outside my open windows <laughs> is a song. <laughs> Um, so talk, let's plug jam space a little bit here. Get it. Uh, wherever. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we're like in a fucking factory. Yeah, right? uh, but yeah, jam space, uh, fun podcast. We put out new shows every Monday. Uh, it's, uh, we talk about aliens. We talk about space. We talk about music. And then we also freestyle rap over beats that either we've created or people have sent us. Oh, dope. We've had, yeah, we've had some tight. pretty cool guests too. Yeah, we got great guests. We got more guests coming up. Next one we're doing, we got a whole new batch we're doing. My buddy Ukarsh Ambudkar, who you and me tested. You remember when we did Wrecked? That's, we that's wrecked? where I really met you and talked to Not that we have to talk about that, but uh, I met him there. But he's this amazing freestyle rapper. Yeah. He's about TK, to be on the INC. He's yeah. about to be on Broadway doing a 16 week run oh, with I his know buddy. That guy. Lin, well, he was he was in a hip hop group with Lin Manuel Miranda before in the Heights. That's right. I know this guy. That's yeah. who's doing a 16 week oh, run. Oh, so I know him. Yeah, freestyle yeah, love supreme. Yeah, freestyle love supreme. Oh, I know who this exactly. guy. Yeah, I did. I did a battle battle rap shows with him. Right. Yeah, I was about to say they were coming around the same time. They were bigger in New York before you left. Like. Because I, I kind of came yeah. into UCB after you left. I, we missed each other at UCB yeah. New York. You would just come back and be like, everyone would be like, that's Colton. He's the funniest guy. from <laughs> Damn Skippy. <laughs> and he still is. But the, yeah, yeah, the that's freestyle all just to say, yeah, guys, yeah. it's like we freestyle rap. We fucking make up other genres. You know, we've been doing soft rock songs. Our buddy Alex Burke is on the keyboards. He engineers the show and produces it. Yeah, we've with had us. musicians on. We've had oh, comedians yeah. on. Jake Trout, fucking Jerry Miner, Seth Morris was on. Drop Brandon a Vaporwave Johnson, album, dude. Heather Campbell. <laughs> we talk about Vaporwave on there. Yeah, it's a good time. And we're, we're honestly just getting going. We're hitting, t we got about 10 episodes out now. We're just really probably this will probably come out in a couple of weeks, so Great. even more. Get, oh, yeah. get on there, so yeah. Then, yeah. You can check us out on there or check us out Apple on Patreon, Podcast, Spotify. Yeah, and we're gonna get our Patreon moving and oh, uh, do little bonus freestyles and episodes. Check and out Voyage to the Stars on Earwolf. Voyage sure. to the Stars. Yeah, cool do done. I mean, I don't know how much of an uptick Superstore is gonna see from a podcast. <laughs> plug, hey, guys, check out Superstore Thursdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC. Yeah, like, America, Herrera, <laughs> and Colton <Hey>. Dunn. <laughs> Scott, like, Scott being like, hey, can we plug the podcast when we're on there? And they're like, let me plug my network. <laughs> the one that needs way less help advertising. Yeah, exactly. I'm 
doing the grassroots effort. I'm doing the pods. Just trying to say, yeah, let him know. Let him know. NBC's like, thank you, Colton. We you heard you. Us. We heard you on some, a couple pods. See what do we you need. Do you do High and Mighty? Perfect. We got those Long Island-based mouth breathers tuning in to Superstore. Wait, finally. these guys stop. Let's go another 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, Colton, what we need to do is get you to. Mention jam space on Superstore. <laughs> right, for real. Oh, then we'll yeah. be cooking. Actually, that'll be <laughs> easy to pull in. Should, You're going to start shooting another season. I'm going to the worst. The, the I'm going to talk to some people. If you did manage to get that, it would be humiliating how little <laughs> of an uptick it really yeah, would have. Right. Now it, you would be like, I bent myself over backwards. I affected my relationship with all oh, the producers just to plug just your so podcast. You get five to- new listeners. <laughs> you're like, Fuck. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to be like, oh, I'll stop watching NBC comedy. <laughs> right, yeah. and- oh, well, I, I like, <laughs> I like Superstore, so I know I'll definitely like this other venture, <laughs> which is completely different. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to plug social media or anything? If people want to reach out, ask you questions about aliens. Or, uh, yeah, well, we have Jam Space social media, which is at Jam Space Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you just look up me if you want to hit me up, uh, Scott Rogers, R O D G E R S. You look up my name, you're going to see all kind of stuff. Yeah, Google me, doing. baby. Colton Dunn, C O L T O N D U N N. Capped Dop. Oh, no, you have because you have Dope. The, yeah, Capped Dope. C A P T D O P E on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, right. And like you were allowed to keep that. You didn't have to like switch your name. I haven't had to change it, but you know, I just, you know, I just say that dope means cool and everybody's <laughs> cool with it. I'm Captain Dope. <laughs> I'm speaking cool. at, I speak at elementary schools. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Dope. Dope means cool. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much, guys, for doing High and Mighty. I'm yeah, at Gabrus on all social media. Check it out. And remember, the truth is out there. Boo, 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 boo. Bye, shitheads. <laughs>